This episode of Doug's Open Mic is brought to you by Perks and Corks, located in the heart of downtown Westerly. Check out Perks and Corks Open Mic Nights every Monday at 9 p.m., live music six nights a week, and world-famous martinis. This episode is also brought to you by Mystic River Acupuncture in Groton. Mystic River Acupuncture is ancient medicine for the modern world. They specialize in musician therapy. For more information, check out mysticriveracupuncture.com. Welcome to Doug's Open Mic, a podcast spotlighting local musicians, bands, and songwriters. Hey there, D.U.G. back again with another Doug's Open Mic. We have some returning guests, which we're all excited about. We have Sean Allen and Ray Carroll. They were back here a while ago. And Sean's on the big upright bass, and Ray's on a nice acoustical guitar, and we'll have some live music. In this episode, we're going to talk a lot about the Nick, because... Sean has been at the Nick for 10 years. So it has got the Nick has got some history to it. I'll tell you. How you doing, Sean? Hey, Doug. And once again, thanks for having us back. I mean, we had such a great time last time. Yeah, so it was one, great, wasn't we, it? Were, we were talking about it. We really wanted to come back in and do it again. Right? How are you doing here? Yeah. No, it was fun playing music. And, uh, yeah. It's great. It's a neat idea. I like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's so, uh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Sean, you've um, obviously the Nick is the place that's known in uh, this area the most for um, bringing in acts. Uh, what are you know some of the bigger the bigger acts that you've gotten well, to work with? First off, I I am very fortunate to have been able to work at the Knickerbocker for the last ten years, and you are absolutely right. I have worked with Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Grammy Award winners. Um, I I mean the, the list goes on and on. I I'm, I'm not much to really drop names, but I, I I'll drop a couple names. One of my biggest. Please go ahead. One of the biggest guys that I did sound for was Eric Burden from The Animals, yeah. the legendary rock and yep. roll Hall of Famer. I've done sound with Leon Russell, um, Rusted Root. Uh, a few weeks ago, I did sound for um, one of my favorite bands, Donna the Buffalo. I heard, uh, I, I, you know what? I, I, I heard about that a little late. You know, I was like, oh, next time. Robert Earl Keane a few weeks ago was fantastic. I mean, they have great music at the Knickerbocker, and that's why I feel so fortunate to be able to work with some of these people. Because, I mean, I, I, I would never be, I would never dream of being able to meet these people and work with them like I do. And it's just amazing. It really adds. It's been such a cool ride. Plus, yeah. you got some up and coming bands that are like Ward Hayden and the Outliers. Oh, really? Formerly, formerly known as. Oh, Guns, Guns, and Guns and Glory, yeah. That's yeah. another band that I met at the Knickerbocker. Great. Yeah. They were very young when they started playing at the Nick, and um, fantastic young gentlemen, and very, very much recommend going and listening to them and supporting them guys a lot. Yeah. And what about um, some of the, you know, because it's a, the Nick is like a, a big destination for a lot of local groups, and, um, you know, a lot of CD release parties happen at the Nick yeah. for, for local uh, artists, and um, so what, uh, you know, you see everybody, basically, you know, so who um, who are some of the, the artists or bands that you 
really enjoy working with. Um, and obviously, don't feel bad. You're you're going to leave some people out, I'm sure. Yeah, but I, I, well, I, I I do. I enjoy working with every single band that comes in, and they all get you know that my undivided attention when every single show. You know, what I mean, I try and treat everybody you know exactly the same. If you're a huge star or not, you know, what I mean. But I mean, I. I especially like it when my band, friends' bands come and play, like Hope Road, all those guys in that band. I, I've gone oh, to Hope Road is so good. I've gone to school with those guys, and I played with them oh, in did different you? bands oh, through yeah. the years. Absolutely. Oh, so yeah. I mean, I, that's when it really is special with me when they're my friends, and and I can you know do what I like to do with with them as well. You know, um, it, it's it's really cool. Um, Greg Piccolo, he's got a lot to do with the Knickerbocker. Yep. I've, over the years, I become very close with Greg and he's great to work with as well you know um, uh, he's got a the, new CD coming out he just had yeah he, we just did a CD release party yeah, a is. few weeks back and um, it, it was a huge success he had over 200 people in there he sold a bunch of copies and it cool sounds beans. wonderful yeah so if you listen to that especially for people that it could happen that somebody outside the Westerly area might actually listen to the podcast look up Greg Piccolo and, and look out for his new album. It's you will not a, be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Oh, good and, stuff. And uh, who do you think... Um, oh, uh, I know what I was going to ask. Uh, we had a, a friend of the show. Um, we just had a couple episodes come out for uh, Brad and Kate, um, who, who uh, Brad uh, Bensko just had a CD release party, Yeah. Um, which, which was uh, fantastic. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. I don't think you were. You didn't do the sound that. Night. No, I was actually on vacation oh, uh, that yep. weekend. I actually How do take some you? time How off dare, once in a while. You. <laughs> How dare you take a vacation? Yeah. Oh. But I, I do know Brad. He's a fantastic fellow. In fact, um, last year I was recording an album in my studio, and Brad came in and put some organ tracks down on on these track on uh, oh, that's this awesome. fellow's yeah. album. Yeah. yeah, and it was great. Yeah, it was really good. That's that's really cool. Uh, tell me more about this home studio. You mentioned it in the last episode. Oh, well, I've been doing the home recording thing. In fact, I started 30 years ago with a ho- local home recording studio called Redbone Recording. And I've recorded probably over a thousand local bands and done demos and albums for bands as such through the years. And um, somewhere along the way, I fell into doing live sound. And I just love doing live sound for bands as well, you know? And um, I started working at. Um, a place called Legends over in uh, Gales Ferry, Connecticut. I worked there for a good five, six years. And um, it was a, kind of a roadside kind of a bar, you know. Um, a lot of uh, heavy metal acts, a lot of r- really hard rock. And, you know, that was a cool thing. There's a lot of stuff that I was doing in my studio was the same kind of thing for, for a long time. And then um, I heard of this opportunity at the Knickerbocker. And it was 10 minutes down the road from my house, you know. And... um so I, I, I gave Greg Piccolo a call. Oh, he, got, he hired you, yeah. yeah. I, I called him out of the blue. I said, hey, Greg, I heard you looking. I said, I, I know you don't know me from Adam, but I said, I heard you looking for a sound guy. And I kind of told him about myself, my studio work, and that I've been working at this club over there. And I said, Greg, I think you should give me a chance. And he said, Sean, I'd like to give you a chance. In <sighs> fact, I need a sound guy tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll come down. And um. It was my first really big national act. His name was Jonah Smith. Fantastic singer-songwriter. Actually, he was on America's Got Talent, and he went all the way to the top three, top wow. finalist. Yeah. Um, look him up, Jonah Smith. You will not be disappointed with him, his work either. He's like the most soulful songwriter I've ever heard in my life. 
um, just a sweet, sweet voice and plays keys like nobody's business, like a young Steve Winwood, you know, it's just fantastic. But Jonas Smith, yeah, check him out. But um, yeah, I did sound for Jonas Smith, went off really well, and uh, I've been there for every show since. <laughs> Except Brad Benz go. <laughs> Except for the Brad. I, How I do go, I do go dare you? <laughs> you know, Brad, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, they had a great show, I heard, though. I, yeah, I, you guys I went, right? I did not get a chance to go, but Doug I went. went. I went. It was very Doug represented was the show. He does. He goes a lot. Yeah, he represents the show uh, enough. Um, not that I, I would have loved to have gone. Uh, <laughs> and, Ray, um, what uh, we didn't really get a lot of um, influence talk out of you, right? No, we didn't. So, so um, what you know, who who really were your influences? Um, I know you started late. For those who did not maybe listen to the first episode, uh, Ray started playing guitar when he was fifty-eight, uh, which you would never know um, that you know. Which I assume was uh, last year. Um, <laughs> he's he's fantastic. And uh, he's been writing songs, and, and they're all uh, awesome and personal. And, and just so, like, who were your inspirations, is what I was wondering. You know, I, I listen to all sorts of music. It's like, if it sounds good, I'll listen to it. You know, mostly on the radio. And uh, I was saying earlier that uh, a lot of the music I listened to, I really didn't pay attention to who was singing it or who was performing it. And, uh, but there was, you know, I'm from the Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash. Waylon Jennings, uh, that era, and uh, then through all the rock and all the rock and roll, and then through the '70s and '80s, and I really couldn't name the bands, but there was a lot of good music then, and I, I listened to that, and uh, like I said, you know, raising up the family and all that stuff there, I really didn't. I listened to the radio back and forth to work. I very seldom listened to it at home back then. You know, it's that one song I did on the earlier. Uh, podcast there was uh, pretty much true. I mean, it was like when I got out of the army, it was raise a family, and 40 years later, I decided to play the guitar. So, uh, yeah, I think biggest influence, I think, was the first songs I learned, because they're very simple, is Johnny Cash songs. Those are the ones I first learned to play on the guitar and uh, went on from there. So when I was in El Salvador, we almost could have used his name. My stage name down there because I used to I was down there consulting, but I, I, I you know I, I used to play. I I got to know the again. It's sort of like what Sean was saying. You, you musicians, you meet people, and so you know. So there, there was a hotel band, and so I was like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" And I was like, "Where can you get tired?" So next, pretty soon, about once a week, I, you know, I'd say, "Come on up!" I'd go up and play a few songs with the the, the local uh, hotel band. And even went out and played uh, some um, in the hinterlands a couple of times, which was kind of funny because I was out in the hinterlands and and all of a sudden I was playing and, and again I was playing a Johnny Cash song and I was looking out there and it was like half the people were like going, "Hey, this is because you got to remember they, these people had never heard that kind of that country beat or and it was in it was in English and they were in Spanish and it's like you could see half of them going, "Yeah, this is pretty good," and half of them going. What the hell is this? <laughs> but my El Salvador name, which I actually brought back in, I use it because it's just so cool. Juanito Pisto, <laughs> I love which, it. which which literally translates to Johnny Cash. Oh wow! Yeah, Juanito cool. Pisto. <laughs> fun. So there you go. All right, um, so let's have another song. Yeah, yeah, sure. Here we go. Well, 
like I said, I'm, uh, I'm retired now, but I still got those working man blues. Wake up in the morning, have a cup of joe. Lace my boots out the door I go Heading down the highway to another ten-hour day I do this thing five times a week or more Then it's cigarettes and coffee in the parking lot Solve all the world's problems by six o'clock Then it's cutting steel and laying beads Grind it so it looks pretty I got those working man blues I got those working man blues Twenty years have gone by Finally bought that brand new car When I go to work I go in style Got a blanket on the front seat Got my boots in a canvas bag I gotta keep this car looking pretty Twenty more have gone by Still driving that brand new car I need a break but I got bills to pay Cut my middle finger On a chunk of carbon steel Showed it to the boss when he walked away I got those working man blues. I got those working man blues. Working days are over, got a chance to catch my breath. Time flies, here it comes, there it goes. Wake up in the morning, have a cup of joe. Lace my boots, out the door I go. Head on out to the carport, to my old brand new car. I gotta make it last another ten years or more. Roll the windows down, turn the radio up. Standing there with a rag, make it look pretty. I got those working man blues. I got those working man blues. Can't shake those working man blues. So I bet you I get to beat on the old car. I got a 1994 Camry with 240,000 miles on it. Oh, you're so proud of the car. Nice. <laughs> That's great. That thing doesn't owe you anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's great. Um, so, uh, Ray, about your songwriting. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know the songs that you've that you've played us so far have been very personal. Um, is there a? And I know that you started. You know, obviously, you started guitar uh, later yeah. in life and uh, songwriting even a little bit after that. Um, so, like, do you, is there a structure? Is there a certain way that you write a song? Um, you know, how how do you go? What does your process look well, like? To tell you the truth, like I was, um, the one song, Knickerbocker, uh, Open Mic at the Nick, that was the only song that I actually wrote with a theme ahead of time. Most of my, uh, I can say all the rest of the songs came out um, just by practicing chord changes and different strumming techniques within those chord changes and then sounds good so I just uh, keep doing that and sometimes I start humming and sometimes I start saying a few words and all of a sudden an idea comes to me and then it's a matter of filling it in um, the biggest the hardest part I always find is the ending it's tough to make make it come out with an ending I, I notice these people up on, on stage lots of times not lots of times but fade, some of the times fade out. Fade. Well, well, they well they do that, but then the audience is sitting there, and is it over? Do I clap or whatever? So I kind of like to end my songs on a, it's done, and they know it. Yep. And you know, and if they want to clap, they'll know it's time to clap. Yeah, you want you want that button at the end. Yeah. So and like I said, most of them, like I said, just I've there's only one. There may be one other song. There is one other song that I wrote because uh, I wrote a poem way back when, and. Uh, I made it into a song, but other than that, they just they just came to me, and they, I generally have them done in an afternoon. And there's some songs out there floating around in the air that I didn't record when I was making them, and the next day got up and walked away. Didn't really know the chords, couldn't get the beat back. Yeah, didn't know the knew some of the words, didn't know them all, and couldn't get it back. Yeah, it's gone. You gotta, you gotta write gone. that stuff down. Yeah, yeah. we a little recording. Well, now with the advent of the phone there it's set the phone down if it sounds good (laughs) and uh listen to it you know i've got it already there it's already recorded so it's great it's just great fun it's like i said i don't take myself too seriously so uh we had like three guys that came up uh, we had sean we had john lobs plays the drums his son max uh dean wilkinson frank limpert in fact we just did a show uh at no stove fest on saturday so that was that was a lot of fun. So there's four people up there, but yeah. uh, kind of uh, electrified that, it a little tiny bit. Yeah, electrified it, yeah, but it was. It but was, it's still it was funny. We still kind of maintain the songs. Yeah, yeah. we you know, kind of maintain. Those guys are all musicians. Yeah, I'm not. So they they can fill in. They can make my songs. Oh, sound isn't, really it, good. isn't it amazing? It's, it's crazy. How how it's good like, like, good wow. guys can make you sound? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was looking at some of the recordings later, and it's like. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I remember one time at Perks, I, I mean, it was literally like Rob Jensen, Craig Edwards, oh. and, and some, I can't remember, it was like, I, I can't remember who else, but I had this big pack of a band behind me, and I was like, oh my God, do I sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and just, and so, again, like so much fun, also, if you're kind of doing the front man, and, so, and you can just kind of look over it, everybody's like following you, just go look over Take a hey you fiddle player. Take a break. That's <laughs> 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 so cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. 
it's a good feeling so, when it all comes together. Oh, yeah, isn't it? it really it's, is. It's, There's not a better feeling in the world. Extreme. Well, there is one better feeling in the world. All right. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, one. <laughs> but I never realized that I never would feel like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's sometimes when we, when we play together and there's four other guys up on the stage. Sometimes oh, Sean and I are just playing. You finish up a song, you just, I, you know, I've heard people say it. It's like, man. I just mastered that. That was great. That was great. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, it to yeah. myself. And do you ever do you ever think why did I wait so long? Why I waited so long? Yeah. Why? Like because if you know when it feels great and it's and it's going well and everything yeah. is great, you think nah, I should have done. If you if well, you well, haven't, like, I'm really sorry that I'm, I don't, I don't want to put this out there. Right now. <laughs> no, it but, was it was it, it was just. Uh, you think it was the right time? Yeah. Yeah. Just, right just time life took over. You know. It's, yeah. I, I that's. One song I, I do is, uh, it's true. I'm, I'm just, I'm not kidding you. I, I worked, I really did work 10 hours a day. I was a coach. I did all that stuff. And I loved every bit of it. And yep. I never even thought, after 1970 or so, I never even thought about playing the guitar. Really. Oh, yeah. I had it, I would like to, but I never did. I was the same way. I was, you know, I was busy. I had <laughs> stuff to do. I was complete opposite. I had to make money, I, too. Yeah. I, I was young and I knew I was a musician. I just yeah. I was drawn right to it really really young, and I just always stuck to it because I just always loved the feeling I got from music. And some people don't know because they until they actually try. You have to kind of stumble into it, you know. Well, see, I'm going to tell you a little story. When I was in uh, seventh grade, and this this might have did it. In fact, I tell people all the time that's what that, that was the reason. I had a uh, music teacher at Fitch Junior High School in Groton. And there was a <laughs> there was a Christmas program. I even went out and bought the white shirt and it had black pants. My well, my parents bought it because I was only like thirteen or fourteen, I guess. Anyways, I wanted to be in the chorus for the big Christmas show, and I went to chorus practice and all that. And it was like maybe three days before the show, the music teacher came up to me and said, uh, "Maybe, uh, yeah." We need someone to do a speaking part on, on the math part. They broke it down like math history and all this other stuff. So in the math room, we need someone to, to say a few lines in there. So instead of doing the chorus, oh, it was like, why don't you, you, you do that? You were, Man, I already you were, had my stuff. You were drummed out. I, I had all my stuff. <laughs> you, and, were, uh, you, were, you were kicked out. I'll, I'll took never, all the way I'll till 58 to get I that over that. I stole line. <laughs> and here's the line I, that I, out of the whole program, this was my only line. I had to go up to this girl, and she had she was running a store, and it was the math part of it. So there was uh, I had to buy something. So my line was, "How much is that bunch of bananas?" <laughs> and, right. and there was so much of people. But anyway, there might be a song there. I was but, just gonna say that sounds like that, a song. It could be, but I, that, that was sounds probably like a song. already is. That when, was it. And uh, when you guys come back for the third for the third time, I want I want to hear. How much is that bunch of bananas? Okay. <laughs> Harry Chapin's already got a song like that, 30,000 yeah. pounds of bananas. Yep, but <laughs> we can probably work with that. Yeah. I was, uh, I was a big Harry Chapin fan back in the day. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys want to, um, you know, we have time for a little bit more chat and maybe two more songs. If you guys, sure. If you guys want to yeah. play another one. Do another hey, song? Do another song? Yeah. yeah. You want to do another song? song? Okay. Awesome. So give us some, every song you've ever done, you've always given us a little background. So what's going all on? All right. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, since we're kind of country western, yeah. and the new cowboy is the truck driver, this is our truck driving song. There you go. It's called Heading Out on Empty. Got 
got into Memphis Think about half past nine All the traffic and the driving rain Kept me at 55 Sixty trip turned into eight It happens now and then Got my Bluetooth in my ear She's talking me home again Waiting to get unloaded Check my tires, check my lights Everything is ready to go But my fuel is running low There's a truck stop ten miles west My baby's ten miles east Can't wait to hold her again No time to feed the beast Heading out on empty Running down the road on fumes Coasting down every hill I hit Saving every drop of fuel See the locals got a spot check Flashing them red and blue See me coming and they know where I'm headed So they wave me right on through Heading out on empty Running down the road on fumes Coasting down every hill I hit Saving every drop of fuel See the locals got a spot check Flashing them red and blue See me coming and they know where I'm headed So they wave me right on through Coming over the last hill See the porch light down below Well the beast is starting to cough My rig is running slow See the shadow on the front lawn Waving me home again If the beast should die right here I can still make it there by ten Heading out on empty Running down the road on fumes Coasting down every hill I hit Saving every drop of fuel See the locals got a spot check Flashing them red and blue See me coming and they know where I'm headed So they wave me right on through See me coming and they know where I'm headed So they wave me right on through Man, I like those men in blue Waving me home to you Nice. That was awesome. Um, wow, Doug. Yes. We are we are almost out of time I'm again. Almost out of time again. Again. Right, well, we'll we'll have these guys back again soon. Yeah, sometime soon. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, now, um, I know that you know we talked a little bit about where uh where we can both find you, and we want to cover that again. Um. And, uh, but I, I don't think, are you available, uh, if people are looking to record in the area? Sean? Um, are you, is that am, something you I still do? So, I, I, I still do it, but I'm so extremely busy that I'm very selective as far as my studio work goes. Nice. So, it's mostly for musician friends of mine first. 
There you but go. But I will take on clientele if if if, if I feel if, like if, if they know if Doug's feels open mic. Exactly. Maybe if you if you, if you say Doug's open mic, you might it have might, a chance. You might have a chance to get in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, All right. It's mostly just because I'm so busy. You know. Yeah. What I mean, I wish I w- I could work with everybody and accommodate everybody, but I, there's just not enough time. When I retire, that's a good problem. Yeah, when I retire, I plan on doing a lot more studio work for sure. Awesome, and um, obviously, uh, so where can both where can people find both of you again? Well, you can both you can find us both on Facebook, Sean Allen on Facebook, or Ray Carroll. That's two R's and two L's, and um, we do gigs outside. Uh, yeah. We we are looking for work, so anybody wants, to, we'll do house parties. We'll do yeah. whatever you know. Well, we've we'll, we'll mentioned house parties before. How great they are, and. Not as expensive as people think. House parties are, are uh, great. Yeah. And, and, you guys and, would do... And, I, can, I can see you guys at a house Ray, party it's or not a all about the money. Uh, <laughs> I can see that would work great. <laughs> With me and Ray, it's not all about the money. We just really love to do what we're doing. Yeah, yep. and, and we really appreciate each other's company. And, and it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, do we still have time to talk? Yeah, we... Yeah. Oh, great. Um, so yeah, I'm, not, about, I'm not cutting you off. So, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I, great. It's the whole reason why I got into this upright bass thing. So, we started playing for a good year or so and we had everything really solid our whole like set worked out and then believe it or not that's when kind of uh tragedy kind of happened i i guess i um both me and ray are cancer survivors and we both came down with cancer at the same time which was crazy and we had to take a year off to yeah, actually, right, actually, to fight our cancer we were at a we were at the uh, farmer's daughter Mm-hmm. And we uh, were playing at the Farmer's Daughter. One and of the funnest gigs, I say. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was a fun people place. were great. Kids came up to it. They wanted to play the guitar. Yeah, you know, little so kids. Cool. Yeah. And it was, uh, but uh, this woman was there. She left us a, uh, her number and stuff and said, give, give me a call. Yeah. And she was uh, from the Viking Hotel in Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, no kidding. And uh, we were going we to do a, a gig up there in December. And... Uh, I, was, I walked into the Knickerbocker, and I can't remember if Sean told me first or I told him first, but it was like we both found out within a, a week of each other. Each other, yeah. And we, neither one of us knew the other one had yeah. a problem. It's and, uh, pretty, it's pretty yeah. common. It's, it's yeah. had, I've had my experiences. Yeah. So that, that put us back. Put us back a that while. Put us back a good year, and then yeah. um, when we got back, it, it was slow, but we slowly yeah. built back into it again. And um, boy, we know more material now than ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been great. It's been great. Uh, Ray was such a huge support for me through all of my whole ordeal. I, I think and that Sean was too. Him, you know, it was, it was for him as well. So yeah, it, it was, was like cool. you want to practice, and I was like, you know, some days I, I just couldn't when I was no, going through I, the chemo and, part of it. Oh, and it was like uh, I didn't have to do that. It so. was like, man, I says, uh, no, not not today. I would I, have to if if we were going to practice at night, I'd have to take a nap at one o'clock in the afternoon. I tell you, and, I and sleep till four. I felt and lucky. I, about I had no problem sleeping for four hours in the middle of the day, which I never did in my life. But anyways, that's uh, pretty I, I, much I all. I felt going. lucky about my cancer because I I was cured with just an operation. I didn't have to go through the chemo. I saw what Ray had to go through, and I tell you, that's that's no joke right there. That's I, it took it kicked the crap out of him. I gotta say, and so, it, it was it's good to see him. Yeah. I mean, he's still getting it back now. I'd say, but um, yeah, it's, it's been a long struggle. 
But yeah. he, he's really starting to get his mojo back, and I can see it, and it's great. And I, I just I feel fortunate every so time. So there is to get actually one. This is my joke. There is actually one big advantage about having cancer and having it cured. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. you, I know, because you have this whole team of watch people watching you to make sure it doesn't come back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, you know, so so yeah. I mean, you literally, you know, I you know, I go. Up, Get a, a CAT scan every year and a, and a blood, you know, I go, you know, and you know, some blood work done. And I got, I got people watching me mm-hmm. like a hawk. Yeah, yeah they do. Well, yeah, I guess that is a silver lining, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be something. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. Um, for the first of all, uh, thank you for um, sharing that story. That's, it's a little that's, personal side, but that's, yeah, yeah, it's that's, a, yeah. That's you know, so just, powerful. It, it, and, and we, yeah, but it's, it's, it's kind of like one of those things. I mean, you, shit happens. You go in there, you get the you get the diagnosis, and it's like, okay, yeah, what do we do? And they said, well, you don't have a choice. This yeah. is what you're gonna do. Yeah. Or, and it's so it was like, okay, I was only bummed I couldn't go play at the hotel in Newport. Yeah. <laughs> you guys um, have been two of. Well, uh, all right, so we've been, you know, sitting here for for over an hour now, um, talking uh, throughout. The, uh, uh, you guys have been here for over an hour now, though, um, talking, and uh, the entire time, huge smiles on your faces. You know, game for anything. Just uh, you've been so much fun to to just be with and hang out with, and. And you know, share this time with. Um, so I want to thank you for that. And uh, I'm so grateful that all three of you are here, and uh, you know, survivors of 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 this. And I think that that's so awesome. And um, uh, you know, I don't really know what else to say about that. But thank you for sharing all of your stories. Uh, that's so awesome. I don't care that we're going over the normal amount of time for the show. Who cares about that? That doesn't matter at all. Um, and uh, I'm going to put the ad that, that we were supposed to do right now just at the beginning, the recorded one, so that we don't have to go through that right now. Um, thank you guys so much for, for coming, for giving us two episodes, for sharing uh, this beautiful music uh, that you guys uh, have created. Ray, your songs are awesome. Um, it's just fantastic, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you know what? Might be. I knew Sean, but I, I I didn't actually know Ray, and I and I I had literally no clue about what type of music what they were going to play. But I knew it was going to be good. I just knew. I don't know why. I just knew. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I just Ray. I, I've heard your name. I've heard your name a lot. I see. I, I, I didn't. I, I did not know you before today, but I had heard your name a lot. I suppose that's a good thing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't you guys play us out, and then we'll we'll have you back soon. All right. Thanks again, guys. All right. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this was this was. I like it. This was fun. Okay, we're gonna do one more, and this is. Uh, I wrote this song. I think two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago. It doesn't matter how long. But it's. Uh, and then Merle Haggard passed away, so I don't think he's ever heard it, but. Here it is. It's called Merle Said It Best. Oh, Merle said it best when he told us 
allowed to call Miss Kogie his home. I kept those words deep inside me as I traveled so far from home. I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. Muskogee, Oklahoma is my town. I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee, Oklahoma. I'm homeward bound. When I took that eastbound. To seek my fortune and my fame, kept those memories deep inside me. Skokie, Oklahoma, is my home. I'm proud to be an Okie from Skokie. Skokie, Oklahoma, is my town. Proud to be an Okie from Muskogee, Oklahoma. I'm homeward bound. When I take that last breath, when I close my eyes for good, send a letter to the town folk. Hey, Miss Kogie, I'm coming home. I'm proud to be an Okie from Miss Kogie. Miss Kogie, Oklahoma is my town. I'm proud to be an Okie from Miss Kogie, Oklahoma. I'm homeward bound. Take my body, wrap it tightly. Put me on that westbound train. Bury me neath the prairie. Hey, Miss Kogi, I'm coming home. Take my body, wrap it tightly. Put me on that westbound train. Bury me neath the prairie. Hey, Miss Skokie, I'm coming home. Skokie, Oklahoma, I'm homeward bound. There it is.